0: The Small Business Show, episode 202, for Wednesday, December 19th,
1: 2018.
0: (music) Greetings, folks, and welcome to The Small Business Show here at BusinessShow.co, the show that is BFA Small Business
1: here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. And out on the West Coast, I am Shannon Jean. How are you?
0: I am. uh, It's crazy, man. (laughs) It's crazy. Like, yeah, it's good, though. Uh, you know, time of year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I, I thought things would slow down this week, and I, eventually they will because <laughs> sure you know, with the holiday coming up. But <laughs> yeah, that yeah. has not been the case yet, and that's a like that is not a complaint by any stretch of the imagination. That's a really good thing, you know, because there's a lot of planning happening for Q1 and actually yeah, beyond. Yeah. So like we've seen years in the past. In fact, 2017 was one of them where December was quiet. I mean, it wasn't that quiet, but
1: relatively yeah, speaking, it was quiet and I was like, yeah we no, I'll always take this. Uh, yeah and and I mean, I think there's lots of opportunity at the end of the year we've I've talked about this on the show if you if you don't have your physical year end on december 31st, there's a lot of opportunity uh, uh, to take advantage of, uh, especially if you're in the inventory business because there's lots of people that want to dump inventory before the end of the year, right. And if you have your fiscal year at another, maybe at the end of January or whatever, uh, you can then buy those things up and take advantage of. Uh,
0: do, do you for, intentionally for set your fiscal years to be not up in sync with the calendar year because of that? I used to. Yeah, yeah. because
1: of that, because when we were buying massive, massive amounts of inventory, I'm not doing that anymore. Right, um, right. At least not that those kind of products. And there was beneficial. And then but over time, you know what I, I found is that the year calendar wasn't as important as the earnings calendar, right. For, for public companies. So we, you know, you'd get a call a few, you know, a week or so before, uh, Earnings started being released by these big companies oh. that needed to kind of shore up, maybe not have this dead inventory on their books, or they wanted to add, you know, uh, increase revenue. So they had a few million dollars worth of, you know, well, it could be more, it could yeah, be less, right. but right. a lot of stuff that they wanted to generate cash flow. Um, and and they were very like, hey, just you know, let's do a deal. You don't have to pay us. We just need to book it into our uh, accounts receivable. Yeah. So yeah, it was kind yeah, of yeah. interesting. Yeah so it makes sense uh, sense. yeah 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 Yeah. so well hey so today we uh you know uh, we're going to talk about something interesting that near and near to both of our hearts i think uh so if if you're a small business owner chances are like you know dave and i you like things to be done a certain way that that Maybe that's why you don't work for someone else, right? And, it is totally uh, why I don't work for someone else. <laughs> Me yeah. Too. Well, because yeah.
0: I, and also, you know, I like to go at, at my speed, right? So yeah. uh uh-huh. yeah. yeah. your
1: time Yeah, I, for me, it's my time too. if exactly. I want to push through and power through all night and maybe then have a different schedule the next day, that could be great. And and I think it's a really powerful trait and it pushes you to succeed because you want to do your own thing. But it also can easily kind of turn you into a micromanager. Uh, you know, when it comes to employees, contractors, even partners, you know, you can kind of go over the top. So oh, yeah. today, you know, I know you wanted to talk about this topic and I thought that's a great time. And I thought we would we talk about. Uh, how we can avoid being micromanagers and i know one of your concerns is you know at the same time being sure things are getting done that people are creative and embracing change and and not getting stagnant well that's um, so that's the thing is yeah. i've i've learned you know as as
0: many of you know i had an employee leave me earlier this year that surprised me that has turned out to be a a huge benefit not that that's great. that not that there was anything wrong with the way oh, yeah. he did anything but I don't like to be a micromanager. In fact, I tell everybody that works for me when they come to work for me that I don't like to be a micromanager, but I know that I have those tendencies. And so the best thing for both of us is if you do your job, then I don't have to micromanage you. And then we're all good because I don't want to micromanage you. You don't want to be micromanaged. So let's avoid that together. And the, and that's great. I mean, you know, because humans don't generally like that, but what what has happened to me uh, and I need to fix is that I avoid too much of that. And in doing so, I, and you know, and, and with the things that have happened this year, I sort of realized it because I have been able to, you know, one of the blessings of someone leaving and, and you having to do their job is you get to do their job. Right. Right. Sure. (laughs) And for someone that had been doing the same job for a decade plus, uh, not that things had stagnated, but things didn't evolve the way that I would have evolved them. You know, knowing what I know about the industry and things and, and all of that, they evolved in in a way that he evolved them. And it it turns out it wasn't enough. And I take full blame for that because it's like, right. oh, you know, right. Of course not. I I didn't push him to do these things. And, of course, the reason is because I edge on the side of not wanting to micromanage people. But I right. have to. And so for me – Not like the prioritizing, not micromanaging people has led to the company not evolving uh, at the pace that it could or should have or that I would have wanted it to. Uh, And we've fixed a lot of that now. It's it's actually great. But yeah, but going forward, you know, I really want to foster uh, an environment of of what, what I'll call you know, perpetual change, right? Perpetual yeah, that's evolution. Awesome. That's, right. But, that's right. But that's a scary, like, but how do you do that? For, there's two problems with that. Number one, how do you do that? How do you get involved in, like, part of that change comes from, let me see how you do your job. Ooh, I have an idea. Like, that's real close to micromanaging, right?
1: No, <laughs> you I, know. I, I think there's, and, and I think we're going to solve this today. Okay. Uh, then, I, I'm, just gonna, yeah. I'm just going to say yep. the,
0: other, the other part of, of that is oh, where was i going with this so is i is it, you know, i don't want to micromanage people but also like people employees tend to like stability right and working right. somewhere that's constantly changing too much Maybe a scary thought, right? So, so Absolutely. this is the thing that I I really want to solve, and I know I'm not alone here. So here we go. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and I think that uh, those are those are really important things. And uh, your take on it, it's interesting that oh, you know, I'm so concerned about being a micromanager. I, I error on the on the side of letting it go too long before I get involved, right? right. And that, right. I think that's a very common thing too, um, and uh, leaving things alone. And I, I think that. One of the important parts, and I'm kind of pick your words apart a little oh, bit. Please here. do. No, yeah, this is just great. Me, yeah, is when if if you make a comment to yourself, or if, especially to an employee, hey, I don't want to micromanage. So you know, something along the lines. So I'm I'm only going to get involved if I if things aren't working or it's not going the, the way I think it is. I think that kind of sets you up uh, to. Your employees like, okay. so if the boss gets calls me, I know something's not right or whatever. So I think the way an important uh, framework for this conversation for every employee or team member, partner, whoever it is, is that you say, look, I I don't like to micromanage. So what I want to set up is uh, defined you know, points where we check in on projects and we both get a chance to discuss it, criticize, comment a them. And and that's the first thing you start getting into that adapting and accepting that we're going to change this stuff together all the time. Yeah. And all together. Yeah. And you're going to be a part of it, not just, you know, well, I'm going to come and sit and say, no, 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 no. It's going to be like well, what works and what doesn't. And like I would always ask my employees like, well, you're going to get or I would tell them you're going to get bored of this over time. Yeah. If we do it the same way over and over. So be prepared that we're both going to be looking for ways to change things up and re-energize ourselves and and all that kind of stuff. So I think the the way you uh, kind of couch it and the framework you put it in yep. from the beginning, even if it's not a new employee, but uh, yeah, that's no, a great opportunity, sure. it, yeah. right? And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so let, let's talk about why micromanaging is a quote bad thing, right? And and I put some points down. I'm sure you have some comments or can expand on that. And my my thing is the the one thing that I think is the worst about it is it. I think it shows people that you don't have confidence in them. Right. Yeah. It Communicates and, a lack of trust. Yeah. yeah. And that really trickles down and out throughout your entire organization and makes people afraid to make decisions. Uh, and I, I think one of the ways around that part is you can say, look, I'll, I'll back up every decision you make. I always want you to make a decision, but I, I do reserve the right to critique it just like I would like you to critique my decisions because from that critique is how you learn right yep of course and 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 so again it's a lot of it is just setting those baseline things and most of it i've I found happens during casual conversations totally. not yep. yeah not you know let's have a meeting and talk about this because people kind of zone out you know but when you're in the hallway or you're talking about a thing hey let's do this and you know those little you drop those tidbits i think i think are powerful um the, the second thing I think micromanaging does is it kind of creates this tunnel vision where your ideas are the only thing, right? Right. And That's or, Yeah. And you don't get the benefit no. of these, 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 other brains that you have. Talented around. people that yeah. obviously they're talented if you hired them, right. Right. Or, you know, whatever, I brought them into your organization or partnered with them or they're contracted with them. And so if if your idea is the only thing out there and you're managing every aspect of it, you might as well just do it yourself. Yep. Right. Yep. And, and it's, you, you'll, you'll hit a wall uh, and, and it's not going to be as good for you, uh, at, you know, as well. Um, and, and I think like we're talking about here, it, it hurts your performance. You know, you're going to, you won't be happy and you're not going to know why. If you're micromanaging, these people are not going to be, you know, change agents and embracing all this stuff, because I think, you know, One more thing that inhibits embracing change is that somebody's always looking over your shoulder. Um, Yeah, people need to to have the
0: the uh, freedom to make a mistake. I mean, that, yep. that's the reality of it because you, you don't like you don't get progress without mistakes like that. Yeah, I know absolutely.
1: that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why we ask that question. Every guest that comes on, you know, yeah. we always say, well, what's the best mistake you've ever made? Because I want to learn from your mistake, just like I learned from my own. So, and And I've never you know, we've never had a guest at a, you know. Uh, or 200 shows say, well, you know, I don't really know. I haven't made (laughs) all of them. (laughs) Every one of them is like, oh, yeah, I make mistakes all the time. You know, of course, of course. And it's that if, as you know, as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur, it's not the mistake it's the it's how you recover from it right? right and the ability to recover and to persevere uh and we've talked about some pretty big mistakes on the show we, we should do a clip do clips of and distribute a oh, show all a about the mistakes yeah. yeah and because everybody gets down you know i screwed up and i'm in this you know oh man how am i going to get through it you will get through it and that's what really is makes you successful um and and that micromanaging, it discouraged people from making decisions. They don't want to do it because they know they're going to get called out on it. Uh, and, and it really holds back your, your people. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, and again, to go back, I think, so, so those are my take on what's really bad about it. And, I would be the first to admit I have this problem too, because I want, of course things do. a certain way, everything from, well, I want the logo to look like this and I want this article to say this. And I want the, the voice me, uh, the big part is how do we interact with customers and our employees that the, the voice of the company, the message, you know, I'm, I'm a, uh, just a psycho about that stuff, but, I, but I've learned to, to give up a bit, uh, as I've gotten some perspective on things and, and, you know, I'm involved in a a new company right now where I've really tried to take a backseat and uh, agree more, you know, (laughs) even if I was like, well, that's not how I would have done it, but that's, that's okay. You know, and and to realize that that's okay. Um, But so, so I think that, you know, rather than micromanage, I think you just, you need to delegate the work and set up clearly defined checkpoints along the way to see how things are going. And and then you can nudge and persuade things. To, and it sounds bad, but no, it works. No, but that's what uh, you're doing, of course. Yeah, you're yeah. persuading things to go in a particular direction if you feel the need. And I think in that case, and this is even going to sound worse, but the people that you're nudging and persuading, per- perhaps they don't even know. That that's what you're doing If you're good at it if yeah. you good at it. Yeah, you get better and, at it, it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's not you're not doing anything bad or treating them poorly, but you know, you're like, hey, I, I want this person to have this idea or I want them to pick this color. I want them to do these things. So you've got to kind of set it up. Right. Uh, well, in, you, in, I mean, in, it's sales, you know, it, right? You're doing this all the time anyway. Yep. It's a it's a yeah, it's like your two week <laughs> trial base. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, which I love, you know, yeah. it's so great. It's only two weeks. It's um, two weeks. It's so, yeah. Five, so, five years later. That's right. We're still doing it. So if you set up the, you know, the, the key is to set the, uh, the, the check-in times up front. So your the people are prepared so that you're going to step in and say, look, every Thursday we're going to meet or whatever it is every other Thursday. And, uh, you're going to see how things are going. And, but in between the time, don't keep asking them how things are going and avoid the temptation to send an email and say, Oh, I saw this partial thing and I didn't like. no, 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 wait. And, Check in yeah, with them. Yeah,
0: I, I think you're right. you, to 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 dissect a little bit. You, you know, you yeah. keep talking about clearly defined checkpoints. Those are for you, not for your oh, yes. employee. If your no, employees no, no. have yes. questions or problems. They're going to be and should be free to come to you. These are these are to restrain you. That's
1: right. Yeah. This this is to fix you as the micromanager. (laughs) The employees, if they need help, they're going to come to you no matter what. Right. As they should. As they should. I'm stuck on this, on that. But you're trying to give them. uh, uh, Well, I think the key here is autonomy and to let them have some sense of ownership uh, on, on this project or, you know, whatever it is. And, you know. I think your point, Dave, is really important, and I never really thought of it this way until you brought it up. Is that um, okay? So I'm not going to micromanage. I'm not going to be there. But then, how do you avoid the stagnation, which is a weird word? But, yeah, you know, it's this, the wrong the, word, but it's but yeah. it, it gets the job done. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. They get stuck in a rut, or they or they're afraid of change. You know, we talk about it on the small business show all the time. Where things are. Yeah, like, uh, that's. The, I, I, I deleted that word. You know, I put in my notes. Don't get comfortable because th- it seems such a uh, management trick. But all of us, if we get too comfortable, right? It's uh, We we don't produce our best.
0: No, you got to have a little bit of drive. You got to have yeah. something that scares you a little yeah, bit. Your edge. Whether yeah. it's
1: I'm not making money. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to make this deadline. Uh, whatever. Whatever it is, find it and and you you. You know, you bring that up and it's and I never really put the, the both of them together, um, but I think it's really important and, and it is, is a great topic. Um, we yeah, did a my, whole show
0: my problem. In, yeah. And this is going to sound terrible, but my problem is I I, I guess we all do this. Maybe uh, here I am doing never it. Never know. Never know. I, I don't know. know <laughs> is that I, I like I get frustrated when people don't think the way I think. Right. And, you know, I, yeah. I get maybe frustration. That's a result of it. I'm surprised. It's like, oh, how come how did you not see that? Oh, my God. Right. You know, and that's the problem is without these check ins, you yeah. know, you've got someone that is truly doing their best. Yes. And in some ways, that's going to be better than what your best would have been. Right. Like, Well, like, totally. Yeah. It's different. And, and I th- I th- But yes, but they will miss out on some of the things that, you know, they just don't see. Right. You see it differently and you're like, oh, my gosh, how are you still doing it this way? Like this is either inefficient or really bad. Like it drives me. I'm an efficiency maniac and it drives me crazy, like more far more than it should when I'm working with someone or someone's working for me. And they're doing something that clearly they do all the time, and it's like you know, there's a way to make that happen in one tenth the time. Right? Can, can I show you? No one wants to hear the, that phrase, right? Can I show you? Yeah. Like I, and, you know, and, in that in that setting, no. Like
1: yeah, yeah. But maybe during the check in, and yeah, during I would the check in, sure. Yeah. What, one of the one of the things you just said, I think, probably makes you a. a a very good person to work for is that you said you know my way. You didn't necessarily say the best way, right? No, it's because true. You're not. I know you're it's not, not sure, the best, right? Yeah, it is a different way that you think. Hey, what if you know? What if or how about? And uh, maybe the way to to approach those things is when you have those check ins. Is maybe you kind of have a. A list of things, possibilities or what ifs, but you really know the one you want to pick. Right. Right. You're like, well, maybe we should have it work this way, <laughs> you know, and, and to where, uh, again, it's a persuasion trick, but uh, you want those people to have buy-in. You don't want them to leave that meeting saying, well, I have to change this because this is the way Dave wants it done. Right. Maybe right. sometimes you have to do that. I don't want yes. really to too, no, too so- soft on this thing. Sometimes you have to Sometimes you have to. You have to. Correct. Yeah. 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 But if, but on, on other things, you know it it's more powerful if you and this is going to sound terrible if you let them believe it's their idea
0: yes the the more powerful well, totally no you, you yeah. like you yeah you have to give them the uh illusion of choice
1: Yes. Ah, that's brilliant. <laughs> yes, it is true. It is true. And we could, I'm, I, we got to have Scott, uh, uh, Scott Adams on this yeah. show. He could talk about persuasion like us all the time because yeah. all of us are being persuaded every day, no matter what, whether it's Correct. marketing, people trying to get you to do things, whatever it is. Um, but uh, I think when it comes to not uh, at least appearing to be a micromanager, you need to put some effort into your persuasion techniques yeah, to get true. the buy-in from people. People, and then they won't feel like they're being micromanaged. So it's it's smart. So, wh- so micromanaging, what you're saying right? is, yeah,
0: keep like micromanage way more, but just hide it better. That's really it. Yeah, be smart.
1: Yeah, you know, and th- well, I mean, be smart, but b- no, think I, about I'm persuasion. Yeah. yeah, and and how you because. You know, you walk in the every day and like I can, you know, I'm walking in the office or you know, going through the lobby of our building and I would just look at certain things and be like, you know, I just don't really like that, <laughs> you know, whatever <laughs> like, it is. Totally. But, yes. Yeah. But there's no way I'm going to walk in and be like, I don't like that. Somebody fix it. Yeah. You you have know, that removed. That, that, yeah. That is the worst. That's like some movie <laughs> character <laughs> of a total. boss, right? It's but like, I, I certainly walk in and go to the person that's in charge of that and go, hey, what do you think about, uh, how that it looks or what if we tried something new would you like to shift the lobby around we used to have a whole wall of ipads right in the in the thing and when we first did it i thought it looked fantastic and then over time i was like eh, now it's kind of cheesy it's you know, don't know whatever it's, but it's getting, played yeah yeah it's played we it had a, it had a lifespan right and uh and then you know we change. T- so, it so it, it, there's ways to do it And I think persuasion and getting their buy-in, you may not get what you want right away or exactly what you want, but something is going to happen. So, And uh, and,
0: and that's actually true, right? Because any, not any change, most change is better than not, right? Because it just evolves. Because you can realize, oh, this was a mistake and now change it again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, it, I think it's easy that's for us to thing. say that.
0: I guess I guess I here's my 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 issue is I'm always putting myself in other people's shoes. Right. And I like in many cases, that's a good thing. But as we talk about here on the show all the time, not everyone thinks like a business owner. Right. In fact, yeah. the people you hire, it can sort of be. Uh, it can create some friction if you've got somebody that thinks like a business owner you know
1: well yeah they're not going to work for you very long (laughs) no they're not right (laughs) exactly or you're going to give them the, or or, or maybe they'll take over the business right because you always need some sort of thing that's great that's true that's true but
0: yeah yeah, but you you know so and it took me it's taking me a long time uh, to really learn this it took me a long time to even realize it that oh I can't treat you like I would want to be treated in this scenario not that I want to treat people poorly it's not a binary thing. It's yes. I need to treat you the way you need to be treated in this scenario, not the way I would need to be treated in this scenario. And oh, that's, a, that's really, a
1: very good distinction.
0: Right? That's a really yeah, hard yeah, yeah. thing though, cuz yeah. I I'm always feeling like I have too much empathy. I said something to a friend of mine yesterday. We were talking about something else and I said, "Yeah, it'd be great if I could just have, you know, a good dose of sociopathy, right? Like if I could get rid of all this pesky empathy, life would be so yeah. much easier." Uh, You know, in for the most part, I don't actually believe that. But in some scenarios, it's like, no, too much empathy.
1: And you put yourself somewhere that you shouldn't be. You know, it's it's yep. 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 It doesn't work. I think we need to do. uh, We could do an entire episode on not putting yourself in your other people's shoes. (laughs) People work for you, especially because it's an it's like uh, apples and oranges. It's a different personality it's a different world view um and and a lot of stuff that that has backfired uh on me over the years has been because i thought they would want to hear how i would want to hear it or have a certain reaction the way i would you know or whatever and and they've it's gone the often the complete opposite where they get like upset with it. And I was like, wait, how could you get upset? Because yeah, <laughs> this is so great here. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. So we're going to, we're going to pick that, we're going to pick that topic okay. up again and, yeah. and, uh, and, and, and discuss it. Um, and, and I think the, the underlying thing here, you know, on, on micromanaging, you know, those, you know, set check-ins where you're, kind of held back uh, using persuasion more to get what you want. Even though it doesn't sound right, you know, and, and also to make people get the, like, well, this is my idea. You're kind of pushing them, nudging them the way you want to go. But a lot, a lot of it is just how you communicate. And if you, if you're, uh, the structure of your business, if you're constantly discussing change, embracing new ideas as part of your communication, and then if you reward those people that take those risks that, that are someone who suggests something new, something different, it, it just reaffirms that kind of thing where people feel more comfortable making the decisions and embracing change without you being involved and you having to push it forward. Right. Um. And and I think that's uh, a really important thing, but it, it, you know, that, that getting people happy with that, because people get complacent and it yes. is a challenge. So you have to remind them of that all the time.
0: Well, and I will also say that, you know, you have to make sure you have the right people in involved. Um, yeah. because if all it takes is one person that resists change that's very different than someone who doesn't go out and find it. If you, if you foster the environment, those people will go find it. But if you foster the environment and you have someone that resists it, that can be like poison, a cancer inside your business. Yeah, it
1: can. And I think that I've had to deal with that a number of times once to the extreme where uh, a a particular person Would not adapt with the time, you know, with for us, it was, it was technology and, and they refused. And I likened it to, uh, let's say you're a, a, a cowboy and you're driving cattle and you've been on your horse for, you know, ever. And all of a sudden somebody goes, you know what, if we used a motorcycle this would be so much more efficient and, and faster. And in our case, it was adapting from computers to mobile products. And, you know, this person for, you know, repairs and refurbishing and stuff. And, uh, this guy who's just a great guy and just a fantastic tech. And and I love working with him. He just dug his heels and his, well, no, we're always going to have this, these things to work on. And I kept telling him, I mean, this was years before it finally happened. I said, no, you know, we're not. Yeah, this look, look where this market's going. Look at the volume difference between a computer and a phone or an iPad. I mean, just look and, and how this is going. And over time, he just refused to do it. And so we finally got to the point after a couple of years of having these discussions where it was like, hey, if there's no more of these products to work on, you can go home. Yeah and and eventually was like we'll call in and we'll let you know whether we have any of these products to work on and of course you know he uh, went and got another job of as course. he should have yes, uh, yes. yeah the trick, have. the trick
0: the trick is you know i've i've had that too that not as not i don't want to mince words not at yeah. all with this guy that left earlier this year sure, but i have sure. had this with other people in the past and i i don't well I was going to say, I haven't recognized it early enough. I'm not sure that's true. I haven't acted on it early enough. Um, or as early as I, I, in retrospect, I would have wanted to, you know, I mean, usually you, some people you just can't change and then you gotta let them go. Or, you know, as you did sort of convince them, maybe it's better somewhere else. Right. But, you know, they need to find their exit somewhere or another, uh, If I look back over the last, you know, whatever, 20 plus years that I've been doing this, uh, there's probably I could probably count 10 years total of time of people that I've had people too long. You know, this person maybe for an extra two years, this person for three, you know, like you said with your guy, it's like, no, as soon as you realize that this person is resisting change, you you know, you just go. Okay, that's it. Got to go. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. That, <laughs> it it's the, so easy to say ooh, when I'm really not in is. the scenario yeah. where I have to deal with it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and I,
1: I've—I mean, I've talked to so many small business owners over the years that it—it's it, just a—a—a a, a story that's repeated over and over and over. It's like, yeah. well, this person, that person, and at at some point, we all get to the to this uh, mindset. We're like, well, how does the business work without this person? you know what i can speak to that now yeah yes great well so i was gonna say my answer to that question is very well yes
0: very (laughs) well sometimes
1: yeah and i can remember having to kind of migrate out a really key person and i was like wow man this is this uh, this is devastating but over time Okay. Okay. And and it speaks to the strength of your business and yep. your other employees. And and I think it's better for the other employees too, because they often see what's going on with clearer eyes than we do as business owners.
0: It, and, in some ways that's you know, certain yeah.
1: from, yeah. For, for certain things that is
0: absolutely
1: yes. true. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, you know, if it's that empathy you talk about, because a lot of people you think, Oh, I, I gotta be nice. Someone or whatever. Cool. And the employees are going to see this, but a lot of the other employees are like get, rid of that person you know yeah. they cause all kinds of havoc or they don't want to do this or uh you know that kind of thing and uh, uh so it's 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 important <laughs> to listen to not listen to your concerns about things not working right uh and and to take the plunge because as business owners too we get too comfortable over time
0: absolutely um, that's so true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 You got to keep For yourself
0: sure. a little scared too. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So I, I would love to hear, you know, your stories about, uh, you know, how did you solve, do you have, are, are you a micromanager? How did you solve that problem? How do you keep change in your organization going? You know, let us know feedback at co or come visit the uh, small business support group at co slash Facebook. Come talk to us.
0: Yeah, please do. This is, uh, thank you for, for walking me through this, Shannon. I, you actually oh, yeah. fixed some things in me today. So this okay, is I'm good.
1: A fixer, man. That's, a, that's what we do. That's right.
0: That's uh, it. That's it. Awesome. Uh, if you have your own question, send it to us. Keep living that charmed life.